in modern day, which which restaurant would Lewin Davis prefer? Would he be at Applebee's? No. Being sad about his career. If I had to say Lewin Davis some is going to X national like restaurant chain, I think the one of the only ones that makes sense is Waffle House. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Oh. Yep. Irregular time, cheap food, mm-hmm. and like. I don't know. It's a waffle. You see all you see the full spectrum of America at a waffle house. Hey Mr. Kennedy, welcome back to the big room. We watched Inside Lewin Davis, which is a movie I've never heard of in my life. Neither has anybody else. (laughs) It's a twenty thirteen film and it was uh, Oscar Isaac's breakout role, you know. That forgettable guy from those forgettable Star Wars movies. <laughs> Shots um, fired at Oscar Isaac. Oh, right. And also Kylo yep. Ren, uh, what's his face? Uh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. You know, the worst villain ever. God. Uh, and Justin Timberlake, who's fine. Yeah. 2020 was a good album. It's fine. As long as I got my suit and tie. I have no yeah, suit and tie is a banger. Uh, and Sean Goodman's in it for like, what, 30 minutes? Not even 20 minutes? <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah. Before he dies of a heroin overdose, maybe or of exposure. <laughs> maybe he's just. Oh, no. yeah. I'm so there. mad. That, yeah. Like what? What happened? I just realized we never found out. No. Huh? no. He's just gonna wake up and be like, "Whoa." Well, what is he supposed to do? <laughs> like, what is he supposed he's gonna to do? Hobble, I Walking guess. Yeah. Down the road on the stick. <laughs> oh man. I shouldn't mind that. Yep. <laughs> So, Jeez. This movie's 10 years old. Again, Oscar Isaac's breakout role. It's a Coen Brothers film. Is it uh, really his breakout? It's his breakout role, right? Am no. I, uh, yes. yes. No. So he had done other stuff, but this is like the... This is his first like, okay. big... Yeah, this is his big big, big break, in quotes, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, he sang everything we heard, by the way. It wasn't cool. a... Yeah, Got a heck of a voice was actually him and he actually i know you would ask plays the guitar for real i um, was gonna ask that was the first thing i noticed is he's like finger picking in the in the opening scene or whatever uh and i'm like yo that's like he's actually doing that um nice. so there you go oscar isaac talented musician uh, he also arranged a couple of the songs in the film as well so what does that mean for music i think he either wrote or at least like put words and music together and like mm-hmm. so he made the song happen that's cool. um, if somebody else wrote the lyrics, he helped make it, you know, a song. Ar- arrange it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Got it. Yeah. Um, so the movie is weird. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It's like not a, we were talking after it ended. It's like not a, there's no redemption arc. It's not really a hero's journey in the way that like the matrix was. It's just kind of, we watch some guy yep. like be bummed out and then the movie ends and he's still bummed out. Yeah. So we just kind of go on <laughs> and beat up. Yeah. We, What's that Greek tragedy with the guy pushing the like boulder up the hill? Sisyphus. That's this guy. Yeah. Where yeah. it keeps like, yeah, the there's no, re- there's no redemption. He's just cursed to live this forever daniel basically. brought up that it, it it can be considered a black comedy and mm. i get that 
Um, I feel like the lines that were comedic were definitely considered black comedy. Not, not just the yeah. lines, too, but some of the. Cat- I don't think I've ever heard that term. Some like dark comedy. Yeah, black is comedy? It just dark comedy. Black yeah. comedy is like the comedians we listen to. Oh, sorry, it's a dark comedy. You're right. Black comedy is like what Tom Segura does. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, the like the cat stuff at the at the the first cat like that's comedic. Uh, the cat runs out and then he loses the cat again. And it's like, it's more of like, this guy can't catch a break. Ha 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 ha. Instead yeah. of like jokes and bits. Um, it's like, we're a couple good one liners though, especially John oh, Goodman's yeah. character. Yeah. John Goodman's character. This might cool. interest you. Yeah. Yeah. Tapping him on the shoulder with the cane. <laughs> yes. all the time. Yeah. Uh, so in the, the gist of the film is he's a struggling, uh, folk musician in 1961. Right, sometime in the si- yep. early sixties, <laughs> like that. Yeah, uh, and he plays like like small town like bars or whatever. Like he's not made it. He used to be in a duo that I guess was bigger, right? Like that's the impression I got. I don't know if it was right. bigger, but I think he like he was more well received. Yeah, like, they were more likable. But he said at one point he's like, we weren't a big name as a duo act, so it's not like a big re-education. So I don't know if they ever yeah. really hit success, but I think he may have been more happy when he had his buddy. I guess I might, still, have, yeah. I might have projected the success because he, he he has the record in that house that he wakes up in, which we later learn is whatever that couple's name is. It's it's their place. Um, the Corfines? Uh, yes, yes. Is that right? Okay. Um, but then again, he had a box of his own records too. And then Adam Driver's character, we learn, has a box of his It's like his two boxes of Al Coding so, records. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. got Nobody's boxes. selling anything. No. So, and it's a bad time for folk music. I don't remember the line. Um, it's like folk music is like music that was never new, but never gets old. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I think that was it at the very end. I was like, that's the most profound line in this movie, to me at least. I really liked the way that was put. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I also like folk music because I'm 87 years old. <laughs> um, it might have set me on a, a folk music kick. Oh, I, I really enjoyed it. I sat, I sat down. So I'm in a hotel um, on a trip, and I sit down in this chair back here, and set my laptop down. Had a glass of whiskey, and that first song came on. I was like, oh, this is it's a really like, good vibe. I could do song. this all yeah. night long. I'm not a movie soundtrack guy, but I would listen to this one. I uh, want to. Yeah, it was very good. Um. Whoever. You said you went and listened to other music? Nick? I want to. I need Oh, to. you want... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It, it, it set a fire under me. So... That you can't contain and you can't control. There it is. <laughs> I, you know, I almost... Stop. Carry on. Please Jesus don't. Jesus, Duke. Please don't bring that into my life right now. Um, so the cat. Let's talk about the cats. <laughs> Because the cats were a weird. I read a fact on Wiki or something uh, that when when they were writing this movie, they like had finished it or, or at least got pretty far along, and then were like, "This movie has no story, uh, like it doesn't have a plot, right?" And so what they did to kind of connect dots and 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 make pieces like set pieces or whatever was they added the cats. So the cats huh. are. Yeah. Um, like whatever that narrative piece is that that moves the story along, I forget what that's MacGuffin. Called. Yeah, the cat is the MacGuffin mm. in the story. McFluffin. Uh, <laughs> nah, I don't know. We can keep um, workshopping it. Three cats, and I feel like maybe this is too early to get into this discussion, but I feel like the cats were like 
I feel like there's symbolism in the cats. I don't know if you caught along with that too, anybody else. Um, well, the last, the actual cat's name is Ulysses, which lives like a, the Greek tale or whatever, like somebody who makes it home after a long journey. So there is that, but nice. yeah, as far as the nuances of the other cats, I haven't really given much thought to And then there was that yet. movie poster that he saw at the end. It was like an animal movie where they go on like a journey across the United yeah. States or something. It was like a precursor to Homeward Bound, it looked like. Right. Yeah. I just thought, and maybe I'm projecting or, or trying to find things that aren't there, but I felt like the first cat, like we're introduced to the cat with him escaping the apartment, the Gorfine's apartment. Um, and I felt like that was kind of indicative of the chaos that he was about to have. Like, you know, I don't know. And then he's chasing this cat around and he's got this cat with him and he's trying to make sure. And then it runs away again out the window. And then like he's plunged into even more chaos with the whole baby thing and, and, um, his manager chaos and whatever. And he doesn't have anywhere to stay. And, yeah, he's got King Catch a break. The cat's out of the house. Like he's he's kind of loose as well. Um, and then we have him find the cat with the whole like he gets the abortion set up for the lady or whatever, and he might have a music lead or something. And then he's got the cat and he gets the cat back. But then it's then we have the other cat in Chicago that gets hit by the car, and and then what happens right after that? He's like. He gets to Chicago and his his music break that he thought he had dies. Yeah. So I kind of found something there. And then well, no, he, the the cat that he hit was after because that's when he was hitching back to New York, wasn't it? You're right. So that you're was right. like. But so it's like just like still, yeah, it was yeah, it was like this is symbolic of like this thing just hitting him, and now it's like what am I even doing? Like and I'm hobbling away and broken. And then he goes um, back and tries to join the Navy thing, and then that falls apart. Yeah, and then destitute, he ends back at the Gorfiends, which is where we start, and the original cat is back. Yeah, so it's kind of like I don't know. I'm trying to. I was trying to. Grab. Well, cats are notoriously strays, right? They they kind of come and go from the home as you please, typically. Not me, because I'm in a sixth floor apartment, so my cat doesn't move at all. But <laughs> yeah. like you know, typically a cat will like go out and fend for themselves, kind of thing. Being a cat, this guy's being an artist and fending for himself and trying to be true to himself, which is what like a cat. Every cat thinks they're the most cat that ever existed, right? Right. So I, I think you're on something there. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think about like the different, there was one cat that he thought was the right cat. He was chasing right. the, ro- the wrong cat, is. but it wasn't the right cat. So maybe and he was, w- was that like, he's trying to chase the opportunity in Chicago and really maybe the, that's what the, that the was. Or maybe it was the, the one, was that right before he did the Mr. Kennedy song? So he was doing some pop song and then he yep. missed the opportunity to get the royalties on that. Yep. So it, yeah, it's, God, this guy had a really like no good there. rotten day, huh? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, terrible. Every, which, I, every turn, something's just terrible. I did not pay attention to any of the cats or <gasps> what the cats were doing. Really? Wow. Was, I, was, I mean, I knew they were there. Not in the detail you guys are talking about. It's not right a cat now. guy. I, oh, it was like... I'm was, just sitting here listening. You say cat a thousand times. I... It was pretty stark to me that well, they is, were really yeah. narratively important. Well, they're all orange, too, so there's got to be some thread connecting it. But yeah, I don't, I'm wondering yeah, what that... So you think they're different cats? No, they were. The second one was. There were three cats. I know there were two because he grabbed the wrong one. The Gorfine. And then the one like on the trip that could not have been either of those. No way. Yeah, the one that got Well, now that I know. Oh, man. Wait. Now that we know that all that happened before. Before the cat got loose. I don't know. Do we? Because it's a cyclical story. Because at the, the end is just the beginning again. But the cat is kept in. 
which signifies apartment. change i think signifies if we're going change. back to the cat meeting because it's like now which almost feels like groundhog day where it's like okay he's learned how to like break from the cycle maybe but right after that he's like at that bar where he's playing the gig the next night and he heckles that lady mm-hmm. and that's when like we've got the repeat of the guy beating him up but then we know why he heckled his yeah. sister wife and i think wife wife sorry uh, trying to play her weird. He did sound thing. southern though. It could have been a wife sister situation. I mean, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't You're calling underst- on your own people. I didn't fully understand like <laughs> the why Bob Dylan was at the end. <laughs> I I thought it was because it was like he has this amazing set, and then oh my god, Bob Dylan follows him. Great, he's not gonna get he's not gonna get noticed at all because Bob Dylan's playing next. That, I thought that was kind of what they're implying. It's like even after or, all that, it still doesn't matter. That or like, he's kind of being down a little bit on folk music and his set at the end there and like other people had as well. But then right at the end, we have like, well, it's freaking Bob Dylan. He's like, yeah, he's maybe that's the silver lining. Yeah. And Uh, also like his song. Oh, God. What was it? It was like fairly well. Yep. They both had that same phrase. So it was like a continuation. Yeah. Maybe it was like an affirmation of like, yeah, you're right. You're on the right path. Keep going strong kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Or wow. or you're wrong, like Cohen Brothers, man. Or or you're wrong person, but right place, right time. Like it's not you. It's yeah. maybe Bob Dylan. So, yeah. I don't know. But then there's also like at the Gore the Gorefiends apartment that couple that they have the last time are like, hey, we just they just played your song for us. That's gonna be a hit. Yeah, it's so gonna be a hit, man. Royalties <laughs> on that. I was like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It was very I, like. The ending is what threw me. I don't know what we're supposed to gather from the ending there. You mean like whether was, or not the I cycle continues to... or what? What the cycle meant. Like, I just didn't. I'm I think not it's sure. Just I was overanalyzing things. I I went into this. I was watching on my laptop on Amazon Prime, right? And as I was like going full screen starting the movie, I hovered over the screen and the cast pops up. It shows you like the cast, the characters they play, all that. And on Amazon, the picture for Lewin Davis is a picture yeah. of his father. Mm-hmm. So I spent the entire movie going, "He's it's a time thing. We're oh, going to come no. back. Oh, He's going to be his father." <laughs> and then the guy in the alley at the very beginning of the movie is like, "Oh, it's a guy in the shadows. I bet you that's him. He's beaten up himself. Oh, it's going to come gosh. back." So <laughs> you turned this movie into Fight Club. Well, and then well, that's awesome. It made sense too because I was like, "All right, well, this list is really just a list of movies that friends have suggested." So, like, they're not going to put just a random like music movie on here. No, they did. No, they are. (laughs) They did. They did. That's exactly what happened. It is so funny that you looked that deeply into it, but saw three cats of the same color at different points, and you're like, "Nah, (laughs) they're the same color. (laughs) The same color. It's the same cat for me." It's just just stunt doubles. Yeah, Yeah, that's I I can't believe Amazon got that wrong. They usually don't have too many mistakes on their site. It really threw me off. I was like, I wanted to send them a message, be like, um, you guys need to fix this. This is misinformation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, can we talk about how virile Lewin Davis must be? Because Gene was giving him the business for like, you need to wear (laughs) double condoms. condoms. I'm like, (laughs) he is a real pistol. So rude. Wrap duct tape around it. Yeah, like this dude. Yeah, must be. I, you had to she, agree to this, ma'am. 
Yeah, I was like, she's not blameless in this. Like, yeah, you you did this too. Yeah, takes two to tango. you. Yeah, exactly. That was a good line. Yeah. Um, You're familiar with the phrase, it takes two to tango. Yeah. A lot of really good one-liners in this. A lot funnier. You need some of that comic relief, though, in this, or else this would just be a beating. Right. And then I, I thought yep. we were going to go to Akron, too. I thought... Cause, I did, know, too. He's got the, yeah. the whole abortion doctor tells him that the that he's... The, the, the one for Gene is free because the last girl he brought... Diane, there, I think. Yeah, Diane didn't go through with it. Or she, she did go through. She kept the baby or whatever. Yeah. And then she's in Akron. Um, with his kid, I guess. Yeah. And then we have that that part where he's driving, I guess, back or hit. Yeah, is he driving? He's, driving he's hitchhiking with that guy that was going to New York with his family or something. Yeah, and and yeah, that's right. And the dude's like, "If you drive, I'll pick you up or whatever." And I thought he was really gonna turn off to Akron, but I guess just that moment of almost doing it yeah. or thinking about it was what we were supposed to take out of that. Yeah, it was just adding another mental like layer like oh god it's like this other thing that's happening it's like just adding more drama i guess yeah it's another problem um i wrote right after that uh, um the biggest thing i care about in this movie is what happens to the cat um (laughs) and then i had a bunch of notes in a row my next three notes were all about cats because he (laughs) brings the cat in uh to the 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 second cat so the wrong cat uh, where's his where's scrotum? Where's scrotum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where's his scrotum, Lewin? This isn't uh, my cat. So I'm like, well, uh, wrong yeah. cat. R.I.P. Correct cat. And then he leaves the cat in the car with John Goodman's character after the driver and John Goodman's character's like handler gets arrested mm-hmm. for pulling over. And so I'm like, also rip wrong cat. And then the next mm-hmm. cat we see gets hit by a car. So I'm like, rip highway cat. Listen, I, honestly, after yeah. the highway cat got hit, I was so angry at this movie as a person with an animal who has a broken limb and had to have <laughs> surgery. Watching the cat limp away in pain. Yeah. It was too much for my little heart. It he probably just, lived. I, with a yeah, broken sure. limb out in the wild. It's fine. I was like, it's got three others. Frick yeah, this be okay. guy just leaving injured, bleeding cats. Yeah, rude. What could he do though to well, fix what, it? Though I don't know. Chase through him. the woods. Well, he got out and looked for it, but then it just it left. Yeah, it hobbled away. There's no getting it. With it. He shouldn't that have left the other cat seen. either. He just left the other cat yeah. in the car with John Goodman. I'm like, you're just gonna. Leave Which is funny because the other cat he like made sure to carry around yeah. and bring with him and feed milk whenever he could. I was like, he's doing his due diligence here, but yeah. It's... Then he was like, no, nah, I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah. I can't I believe it. there were so many cats I didn't pick up on. <laughs> <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> I can believe it. Uh, oh man, classic Nick. Uh, and then the gene, the the gene pregnancy had a weird turn at the end with the mm-hmm. the show promoter guy. Yeah. So is are we supposed to take that to mean that it was probably his baby? I think it's just we don't know. We don't know. I think it's that we don't know that it's Lewin's. But she knew that she could pawn it off on Lewin. She couldn't pawn it off on the like club owner. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, like that lady. She doesn't have many redeeming qualities. No, I think she's a bad person. Yeah. But she also, also, like, couldn't she just pawn it off on her husband? vitriol. There's that, too. Her husband doesn't have... But, I mean, that's a terrible way but to look like, at it, but... On one hand, I think They're she's... They're all terrible people in yeah, this movie. Yeah, on one hand, I think she's bad, but on the other hand, some of her know. anger is like... Yeah, Al Cody seems like a good dude. 
Yeah. Yes. Okay. But like the main character. <laughs> and Troy Nelson. Yeah. The main he connects with people. Were all pretty yeah. terrible. The gold, gold, gold whatever. Teams? No, they were great. They were people. great. They were, they were good. Lillian yeah. yelled at them. They had cool like, dinner parties like every night. She yeah. didn't deserve awesome. to be screamed at by Lewin. Well, and she apologized to him, and he's like, "You're apologizing to me." Those yeah. are good characters. I think he did have a little bit of a narc. He kind of like because he realized he was in the wrong, but but also like that was his like deceased partner yeah. part so there's no. this it was a tender moment you know or like a sensitive topic so like that's why you go to therapy I can so almost, you can, handle you can kind of yeah but this is the 60s they didn't do therapy back then i guess we just, we just went to war and wrote folk songs and almost um, we were about to get another one yeah that's his almost so i don't know you can almost you can kind of justify everything that lewin does like because you're like well yeah well i'm like part of why you're so down on your luck is because you're a jerk to everybody lewin it's a self self sabotaging to some degree yeah the world's given him nothing so he kind of has a right to be angry but that doesn't i guess that's not really an excuse for why he lashes out in the ways that he does but like it's hard to get out of that rut though yeah he's being dealt a bad hand at every turn he's couch surfing he's a failing musician he doesn't want to give up on his dream his sister's telling him to could go be a waiter and you know (laughs) you could be a waiter during the day and then go play at night and and pay rent he tries to give up and join the navy again he can't even do that right that's what i'm saying go be a waiter Go well, get any other day job, But sir. he doesn't want to do that. There's a whole conversation he has with his sister about not wanting well, to I do that. Well, I think that's dumb. I you got to pay your bills, Well, he's, he's an artist. You, know, you they, got to pay your they're bills. They're not compromising what, what on bills? some things. He doesn't have any bills because he, he doesn't have anywhere even, to live. He can't buy a winter coat. He was cold. I know, because, but he's trying but to But he's get got one now. I think yeah. that's admirable. <laughs> you can make your dream work and also work a side job that's not what he thought at least for him well i think this was before hustle culture he didn't really know how to do all this we had this conversation (laughs) the other night um and it's she hated the movie of course Mm. um i loved it even with the music i thought it was great i liked the music Uh, the music was really i really really liked the movie but she didn't relate with the character at all no and i saw myself in lewin davis a lot yeah i see myself in some of the stuff some of the stuff i'm like i couldn't do that but yeah he's Mm -hmm. I yeah. identified with him and could put myself in his shoes for pretty much every struggle he had. So he was a really yeah. relatable, easily relatable character for me. Uh, yeah. And and his journey, even though it wasn't, it's not like a, he has an arc, but it's like, it's not like a Roman arch. It's like a little, <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's, I kind of like that. It's a bump. It's, it's a bump. I don't know. It's a character bump. It's fun to follow. It was fun for me, at least, to like watch a story where the dude like doesn't. It's not triumphant at the end, but he grows a little bit, and then whether the story is cyclical or not, whether it's the same day happening twice, and well, what happens in this day if he keeps the cat in, and that's the difference, or or, or whether it's a totally different day and it's just deja vu happening, and it's the Matrix. Uh, I don't think it matters. <laughs> I, I liked the journey from yeah. point A to point B. So I guess I was talking to a friend at work about this movie and she was saying that a theme of like Coen brother movies is you just, you kind of follow a person for a day or for a week. Like one of her favorite movies is, um, Oh brother, where art thou? Oh, like, that's a Coen brothers movie. Yeah, it is. Okay. And so, and she said, you just kind of like pop in and then you pop back out and like not much happens. You're just kind of along for the ride in this person's life. So, I thought that was an interesting observation. Uh, and like that, this movie made more sense to me after thinking about it that way. I think that's what I was trying to articulate very badly is that I, <laughs> I, 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 I liked this movie because you're just kind of like, 
you know, you, you it's like you attached a GoPro to just a random guy in, yeah. on, the, on the streets in New York and, and followed yeah. him around for a day. And that was very interesting to me more so than a lot of like, it's a very big yeah, story. Warts and all yeah. kind of movie. Um, hmm. It's funny you mentioned matrix because I have heard that this is a uh, matrix simulation for a folk musician. <laughs> I mean, I can That's see like, that because with the beginning and ending can, being how and it, it is. is very green. Yeah, it's very it's green. green movie. Yeah, but couldn't you like, say that about any movie? Yes. Yeah, that's the point. It's <laughs> yeah. just a simulation for. And the I'm going to keep bringing it up for whatever every the movie. plot is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a way to do. You know, actually, I heard that this movie. <laughs> you, know, you know, Truman Show is actually a simulation <laughs> for if your life was a show. We like, watched yeah. the Muppets movie, and Carl's like, "Now you're not going to no, believe. You this. You're not going. All right, I hope you guys are sitting down." <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys remember yeah. seeing any press any anything for this film no not really no i feel like i remember vaguely one of the subway scenes with the cat like seeing that on ads or, or something but i couldn't I'm, I'm not this is definitely like an art house film yeah. festival movie yeah like this isn't a movie I, I don't think this was a movie that was going to be like uh on a super not a blockbuster yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, during a halftime show in a football game <laughs> Yeah. Um, and like yeah, no one too many long to pauses. It. Yeah, artsy fartsy kind of like it's a it, this movie Sundance of movie. the ones we've seen. Sundance, exactly. This movie feels the most like a poem or a novel yes. breathed to life, <laughs> like of any movie we've watched so far for this podcast. Like this feels the most like like art, you Indie-ish. know, like it, the scenes, the stylization, the subject matter, a struggling artist. It was very. Yeah, art for art's sake kind of thing. It's got that indie movie feel, but with mm-hmm. like very, very clean Hollywood production. Yeah, mm-hmm. very high of, budget. Like, you know, like rubber. That I mean, it was done movie. well. The acting was great. Yeah. Like it felt like a quality movie. I love The music was amazing. Yeah, all the songs they made up were really great too. I loved Oscar I'm assuming Isaac Mr. Kennedy it. was fake. Uh-oh. Yeah, it has <laughs> to be fake. <laughs> <What> Space? <laughs> what, Nick? What was fake? I'm just assuming that movie was made for the, or that, that song was made for this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It had to have been. I don't know. We'll uh, check with the research department and get back with you. <laughs> no, I loved Oscar Isaac in it. I thought he was excellent. Um, yeah, he nailed it. I uh, I want to see more of his stuff um, after this because it was great. He, isn't he you know, he's in um, the hit films, the Star Wars yeah, trilogy. I love the, the sequel, sequel trilogy. <laughs> if you want to see more Oscar guys, you know who's a genius is Kathleen Kennedy. Not. <laughs> I God, I. <sighs> if you want, when I come Star, to power, a Star Wars cast minus Star Wars plot, uh, Deus Ex Machina, yeah. or Ex Machina, yeah. whatever it is, is Oscar Isaac and the guy that played Hux. Also, Dune. Mm. Oh yeah, he's oh, a yeah. Dune. oh yeah, yeah. He's a. Uh, the Atreides' dad, whatever his freaking I name is. I can't remember what his name is. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Well, that's well, that's, that's Paul, the son. But he's Paul's dad. Yeah. Paul's I father. I don't remember Paul's dad's Paul. name. Paul's dad. That's his name. Yeah, that's that's the only that was that, that was my only prior exposure to um, Oscar Isaac was Star Wars and Dune. Um, Dune is lit. I can't wait for Dune. Again. Same with Adam Driver for me. I only know him from Star Wars. Same. Yeah. And that SNL skit, which is also just Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in that. He's in that Marriage Story movie. You couldn't pay me money to watch, just because it looks it's on like Netflix, right? Just horribly stressful. And I don't want to watch like couples fight and go. What a riveting film! Like it's not me, dude. <laughs> it sounds no. awful. 
Um, I didn't have a whole lot of other notes on it. Um, I had a question. Okay, go ahead, because I'm out of stuff to say. Doesn't really <laughs> relate to the movie, except in one small way. Um, in the beginning, he stays at Gene and Jim's apartment with another yeah. fella, and he eats a bowl of cereal. And I wanted to ask, <laughs> what's your favorite cereal? Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, all right. Sometimes a good bowl of cereal really have, hits the spot. You know? That was very good. I've been insane. You're going to go plug answer. in somewhere? I want that guy to get his... I want him to make it. I like that guy, the, the military He did make guy. it for sure. He's great. He's so disciplined. 100%. That guy He was, thrives on that. Yeah, that guy's a secretary But defense. he didn't meet Private Presley, so... No. <laughs> Do you mean private press? It's like everyone asks Elvis. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone asks that. It's like, yeah, of course they do. (laughs) Like, why are you, why are you surprised, Mister Robot? Like, uh, so goofy. That was very good. I also performer. uh, Does he have a higher function? (laughs) 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 So good. Oh man. My favorite cereal. I have an insane answer for this. Because I'm so old, you guys. My favorite cereal, this is not a joke, is Raisin Bran. <laughs> that is my favorite cereal. However, is... if you pour me just a bowl of Raisin Bran, like dry, I'm out. If you put a tablespoon of sugar on it, though, it's the best cereal in, in the world. It's mm-hmm. so good. You know what's not good? Raisin Bran Crunch. Not a fan. What? Really? I, like I was going to ask no. you like why. Raisin Bran Crunch. Here is why. I don't like the honey coating on the Bran Flakes. But that's uh, what makes waxy? it sweeter. It's too waxy. I like the mm. nice, brittle crunch. Here's of the problem with bread. waxy cereals. Mm. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is a waxy cereal. O's is a waxy cereal. But O's has a really nice crunch. Yes. But it makes the milk really waxy. And I've done experiments where I've tried to make cereal milk at home because I was like, how good is that cereal milk? And I've come to realize that the experience of cereal milk is only good after you've had a bowl of cereal to oh. drink it. You can't like you can't, you can't make cereal, drink milk cereal milk and drink it on its own. You haven't no. earned it. It's not warranted. <laughs> you have to you have to go through a bowl of cereal and then you get to enjoy you gotta earn your keep. like the little yeah you gotta earn your keep yeah you have to it's gotta be earned. So I'm, I'm curious tried how did how did you make cereal milk at home yeah, same as you just pour bowls and I then take, dump out i take the i take a mason jar and i put a <laughs> cup of cereal in it and then i pour milk all the way and i close oh. it put it in the fridge let it steep for 24 hours and i strain it okay and it's not good it doesn't you 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 would think you would get a Don't lot of it. you would think you would let it because you can't let it steep on the counter at room temperature which is where no. you extract more flavor so you have to let it sit in the fridge and i've done 24 hour and a 48 hour extraction Neither get the flavor right. You don't get it right. It needs I to be more why. sweet. It's over concentrate. It's no. It's just not sweet enough. It just doesn't oh. get like, the why flavor is that right. Different than cereal that sits in the bowl for like ten minutes. Because it's sitting at room temperature, and then you're getting the cereal taste. So you have but the cereal taste in your mouth. Yeah. And you, no, no, no. But the milk. But the milk warms. warms down. Yeah, okay. So I you, think wow. you're you're, you're yeah. drinking forty. Juice isn't degree worth milk the squeeze <laughs> to steep your cereal milk and try to get cereal milk. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did the rigorous test. <laughs> yeah, that's appalling. But what's your favorite cereal though? What's your favorite cereal? I I so I'm I've been trying. I've been on the Magic Spoon kick for a while, but I'm kind of deviating away from that because I'm like too expensive. It's, it's for me, fine. Man. It's expensive and it's like not the best texture. So. I I was a Frosted Flakes kid for a long time. Mini Wheats are great. The Frosted Mini Wheats. Yes. Um, I do like the, Raisin Bran Crunch. Do what? Do you ever have the Mini Wheats that are like 
really small and they had like the chocolate in the center. No. They were like chocolate do... frosted ones and they had a little bit of chocolate in the middle. And so you oh, bite man. through the mini wheat, but then you hit that, you get to like explode, like crush that little piece of chocolate between your teeth. That it sounds was, pretty good. It was the freaking yeah. best. Do they not make those anymore? That I don't know. Awesome. It's called like double fudge or, or something. Oh. Dude. I'm sure that's somewhere on the Super eBay. good. Yeah. And the mini, I'll bet like on that. the super tiny <laughs> mini wheats are the way. Yeah. Like normal mini wheats. Because cereal is like, so much about texture. Because that's the other problem I have with mini wheats is if you don't wolf those down quick, you end up with a O's bowl of like same. shredded mush. Yeah. yeah. O's were good oh. for 20 seconds. O's, O's had a pretty long-lasting crunch, but um, I do love O's. They had, good, they had the good stuff in the middle was their slogan. Um, right now, though, I'm on a, I just got Cheerios. It was buy them, get one free, General Mills Ooh. at Publix. Um, Cheerios Crunch. It was like almond. It was, they're basically doing their version of the O cereal, but they have like an almond version, a honey cluster one, and a cinnamon one. Huh. So that's what I'm doing right now. Frosted Flakes, always good. Mini Wheat's always good. Um, man, I, breakfast cereals. The clutch one for stuff. me. If it's not raisin bran, fruity pebbles, dude. Fruity that's pebbles. a good. Amazing. That's the. That's like the fruity rice of cereal because yeah. it's like you can eat a thousand of them. Like the I texture love of it's great. Fruity pebbles. I when um uh, not cocoa pebbles. I like cocoa pebbles too. Okay. I like it more than uh the rice krispie uh competitor. The chocolate rice, rice krispie crunch was good. Nope, I like rice C- cocoa krispies. Yeah, cocoa krispies. Mm. That's what they're called. Cocoa krispies. I, I'm a. I'm a. Those are great. No, I'm with Fred Flintstone on this. Mm. I was gonna say I'm a. Uh, oh, go ahead, Nick. I was gonna say I'm I'm a Captain Crunch guy. Captain Crunch mm. is so good. That's another wax. But not you like, you like your. But mouth not to oops get. all berries. No, you gotta mm. have the other ones. The little yeah. hay bales. Yeah. yeah, I don't like those. It's all about the ratio. What are they? Are I they hay saw bales? an ad for Captain Crunch. Barrels? It wasn't even an ad, Barrels? and I've wanted it ever since. No, because it destroys your mouth. Oh, but it's so good. And I don't like it because I don't like. <laughs> they, yeah, mm. they do crunch like it's crazy. Like, it's what? like if you like, you know, those like rotating cheese graters. I feel like I put one of those in my mouth and just like turn it after I've eaten. No. Yeah, they like rip the your ones mouth at Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like the ones yeah, at Olive Garden. The ones at the Garden? horrendously shitty restaurant favorite, called Olive Garden. Your favorite Italian <laughs> joint. Dude, there's nowhere more authentic what? and Italian than Olive Garden. I love having it. it. I love sipping a eight dollar. A, a glass of Zinfandel from an $8 Target bottle while listening to hearing aids ring and eating the most flavorless freaking... I hate Olive Garden so much, dude. Hearing aids ring. You know what sucks? And I refute, like... What sucks? America needs to listen to me and wake up because the Olive Garden breadsticks are dog shit. They're terrible. They're atrocious. They're tough. They taste wow. like they've been in a freezer because they have been. Nothing there is fresh. The breadsticks are trash. I just ugh. Nothing there's. They working. they nothing. can be amazing, but they're often no, they not. No, they can't. They can't because I've never had them be amazing because they're terrible. I don't. I also just don't like like their specific mixture of like garlic to like salty butter is off for me. They need more. They need more. They of need both. more of both. Correct. Because it's just like undercooked doughy and yet frozen somehow. But if you dip it in the Alfredo sauce, though. which is flavorless garbage, oh. their but Alfredo sauce is criminally terrible. Criminally. I, I shouldn't be able to go to Publix and get, first of all, Alfredo sauce, not hard to make. Any idiot with a wooden spoon in five minutes can make Alfredo sauce. That is not from scratch. It's not hard. But also, you can go to Publix and just like 
blindfold yourself and grab a random jar at will off the shelf of Publix, and it will be 10 times better than Olive Garden's disgustingly sad and woeful excuse for Alfredo sauce. It's terrible. It's just like thickened milk. It's bullshit. Makes me furious. <laughs> but I the don't thing think that you are, pisses no. me off about Olive Garden is that it is so aggressively mediocre that it's offensive to me. But isn't that the point of Olive Garden? Does then anyone why really does it expect? Exist? Why are we defending abject mediocrity? Why do we have Applebee's? <laughs> it's like oh, or Chili's. Or... Well, no, because those are like. Like universally panned, like those are for okay. the like, like the, you know they're the, terrible. Yeah, like the 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 twice divorced, terrible, shitty father on in between shifts of his day job and his shitty night job that he hates <laughs> goes to the Olive Garden or, or the the Applebee's bar to feel good in the neighborhood and get a butt, <laughs> get a butt heavy and think about his life. Butt before. heavy. And he's all, the only thing he's looking forward to is his bowling league on Friday nights and can't remember <laughs> if he gets the kids. Bowling. He can't remember if he gets the kids this, this weekend or like next. Like, Brothers movie. That's that Just is too like, specific. He's just explaining a character that's the, the universal yeah. like you're, that's what that's you're what describing uh, the big lebowski <laughs> I mean, it's on the list that's, yeah. but that's how everybody feels about about applebee's and like right. chilies oh, um except for the baby back ribs we we're talking about a movie how did we, how did we get, get here on Olive Garden? i don't know i think it's nick's fault <laughs> nick did it we started talking oh, about cereal and then i blinked man. and then we were oh, talking said about said cheese grater, grater. did someone not get their favorite cereal Nick said Captain Crunch. Nick said Captain, Captain Crunch, Crunch right, for me. And, and is crazy because it's like eating sandpaper. What, what? What? Did you give yours? I would go with Cocoa Rice Krispies, which I kind of said already. Okay. But Cocoa I also Krispies. love a flavored Cheerio. I'm out of breath from mm. yelling about fucking Olive Garden. <laughs> uh, I, I got a craving for cereal. So, <laughs> you know what's no, like not any better is what's that place? That other one? Red Lobster. No. Mm-hmm. Red Lobster I hate because I almost Other fought Italian? an old lady. Another Italian restaurant? Carabas. <gasps> Carabas is better than Olive Garden. Never been there. Carabas is better. It's So what if Olive Garden was like just less shitty enough to be passable? That's Carabas. Oh, but, I like Carabas. But Carabas also like they want you to feel like you're at like the dinner of your lifetime. Like it's an event to go to Carabas, you know? It's mm-hmm. But it's not. It's just all I haven't garden. been to a restaurant in so long. I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. You're better off. I go I mean, to dive bars. Like, yeah. It's... Well, yeah, because dive bars are great. Olive Garden yeah. sucks. Yeah. Mm. Look at Phoebe. Also, if you're a divorced dad that goes to Applebee's for beers, don't beat me up, please. <laughs> Bef- before bowling night, before apparently. Bowling. Well, looking bowling forward night. to bowling night. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong but with that. But is that not the Applebee's demographic? <laughs> is that not who's going there? Yeah, that's that's who's good. going there. It's like so in modern day, which which restaurant would Lewin Davis prefer? Would he be at Applebee's? No, being sad about his career. He's, no, he's way at a dive bar. Ar- he's way right? too artsy for Applebee's. He would be in a dive bar. If Lewin Davis, though, if I had to say Lewin He'd Davis some is diner. going to X national like restaurant chain, I think the one of the only ones that makes sense is Waffle House. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, yep. I don't think right. Waffle House is actually You're national. 100% I, I right. think it's regional. Oh, really? But I, I do think that... Because he's also not eating at regular well, hours. Waffle right, House exactly. is in New York. Mm, so true. 
I think it's Eastern. Yeah, but the, he could. Oh, be he's there. in New York. He's You're in right. New York, so he yeah. could go to Waffle House. No, I think it's Waffle House because again, irregular time, cheap food, mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. It's a waffle. You see all. You see yeah. the full spectrum of America at a Waffle House. Yeah, <laughs> Applebee's guys there at three a.m. But also me after his every last bowling, bowling, bowling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I do like bowling. Okay. Bowling's good. Bowling's like, there's underrated. A, there's a difference between like I like bowling and like I've got like shirts in a league. I'm in a league, and this is like <laughs> my <laughs> personality is bowling. I wish I was good enough to be in a league. Yeah, like I don't know. I'm trash at bowling. Bowling is like the unfiltered the cigarette guards. to golf. No, I'll cigar. never do that. But I do throw it real hard, and I always miss it. I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> This is fun. <laughs> like, all right, we're we all should, having a good time. We should, should we rate we should, the movie. Yeah, we should stop and, yeah. and rate the movie. True. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's have you go first because you're gonna be really mad about it, and I'm interested. <clears throat> all right. I'm not mad, but you didn't. Like I'm not it. mad. No, I didn't enjoy this film. Um, <laughs> Shocker. I know we're all surprised. So, and I was trying to think of why because i don't want to be a downer on all we these movies about the other night is it still the same reason or have it has yeah. it changed no it's the same reason i think i like my movies to feel escapist and that doesn't have to be necessarily positive because i do like some dramatic movies that end in like you know not the happily ever after ending although i i prefer it <laughs> um but you know this movie it's just real life is so hard and watching a movie where things are hard and sad like that's not what i want from a film so i think that's why i've had a hard time with a lot of these like downer films because i want to feel like even with the matrix like it's it's, a bummer it's a bummer but you know it's sci-fi it's an adventure it's something different i'm being taken out of like regular world and it's a messiah story like uh, there's definite uplift to the matrix there was not definite uplift to this movie um and I did want to say that I was reading about this movie and the folk music community did not like it. So I mm. want to come mm. out as an ally of the folk community <laughs> <laughs> against Inside Lewin Davis. Why? Because it yeah, did, did not, not accurately represent the friendliness of the village folk scene of the 60s. What? A- it was unrecognizable no, 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 in the no, no, movie. No, 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 no. They took a vibrant, crackling, competitive, romantic drunken brawling oh, scene and crumpled it into a slow okay. brown sad movie and i stand with the folk community the folk community can suck my <laughs> ass they're too can sensitive I, <laughs> can i say that jim did invite lewin to record he knew he needed money so he was very sure, inclusive that was friendly the things that happened to him were outside of the folk community it was the producers it was life circumstances right I think the community itself is inclusive aside from Gene. Al Cody let him stay at his apartment. Um, Troy Nelson was friendly towards him, even though he was like, you making him into a killing machine? Like he was like, no, I think it's a little different. I think, I think they did a, it was, it seemed like an inclusive community aside from just Gene. The full community (laughs) just wants to get mad because they're all like 80 years old and about to die. I feel like the same thing happened in like Whiplash where people that make jazz were like, that's not how you make jazz, you know? And like, I haven't seen Whiplash, but I've, seen comedians, uh, comedians in cars and they reference it so um yeah i know enough to say that maybe Gosh. then the takeaway is that lewin isn't a good fit for the folk music community no, he oh, is, maybe I, I don't know, know. anyways it's a, it's a starving artist maybe it's a, it's yeah but yeah so what's your rating anyways i'll give it a two 
Okay, that's better. Than I, I want to give it a one point <laughs> five, but I'm gonna bump it up because everyone did a good job and the music was good. And everyone did their best. Everyone tried. <laughs> they hard. tried real hard. <laughs> and I just I don't really want to give it a one point five, so I'm gonna give it a two. All right. <laughs> Inside two and Davis. Inside two and Davis. <sighs> All right, Nick. Um, I didn't love the movie. I it felt really slow for me at some points. The music definitely was the best part. Um, I, I did enjoy that they, when he was playing a song, it, at least 50% of the time, it was, we got the full song. Like it was two or three minutes of him playing. Like when he was playing for the guy in Chicago, like we got the entire song, not just a little clip of him playing in front of him. Uh, so I enjoyed the music part. Story was slow. I hated just, I wanted there to be some kind of redemption at the end. And we didn't get that. Um, it was just kind of a bummer all the way through. Um, I wanted more. I wanted more backstory on his partner, and like, why did I his partner kill himself? I thought we'd get some more backstory on that as well, or some sort of resolution of him making peace with that. But we didn't get that. Well, because that probably end, informs I, how Lewin is acting well but and like think, why he's yeah i think not is getting it, peace with it also informs like lewin's character because it's not a resolve it's not something that he has had resolved for him i just thought that would be more of That's a true. plot point of the movie and it, to argue the other side i will say he did he sang the song that was supposed to be a duet solo and people cheered so i think that is kind yep. of the resolution it's like i can be a solo act and it's like yeah. i can do it alone yep because because that was the same song that he yelled at Lillian at the dinner party for. Yeah, the for like trying to sing his part. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there is that a little bit of like kind of ribbon on it, but it, it's still not like maybe not as nothing. Nothing much. Was, nothing was all better. And I yeah I, I liked right. that about the movie. Yeah, that, it's very realistic and I don't know, grounded in that part. I don't necessarily want a a happy ending or for him to overcome something but i'd want some kind of resolution and it just it felt kind of open-ended um i don't know for star rating though i think i'm with danielle on a two just because the music was awesome and the fact that they all performed it and actually sang but that was pretty cool yep so two stars um i'm torn between three and a half and four what mm. yep I four really, i really liked it um, but I feel like I give everything a four. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Uh, I really liked it. Um, I am not like, I don't think I liked it because I play guitar or anything stupid and shallow <laughs> like that. Um, I like the, cause a lot of music, music stories or whatever. And, and, and stories that we get about artists and film are like really triumphant. Like here's how he made it and whatever. Like, and this was the opposite of that. And I, I appreciate the realism and I appreciated the, the, the snapshot of, we're just going to follow this dude for a bit. Um, which is nice to know that that's a, Coen Brothers mm-hmm. trope. I might, I might want to watch more of the movie. I need to watch Oh Brother Where Art Thou again. That movie is fantastic. Um, the music in that is also very good. Um, so I like that. I, I liked it, some of the re- the some of the things that Nick disliked. I really liked about the movie. I liked things being left open ended because 
it feels more like life than a movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, there are things in people like stuff that I'm dealing with doesn't get resolved every day. And I'm not like, woohoo, what a great bow on the top of this. Like, you know, you just, <laughs> you sit with something for a long time or possibly forever. Like he went and visited his dad, got nothing out of it, essentially. Like just got to see his dad at his yeah. lowest point. And then his thank you was his Poop dad crapped himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's life. That's yeah. life sucks. And it's, it's poopy. <laughs> um, no, I get that. And his brother, just, his partner. is about managing expectation. His partner died and people are always telling him, oh, you should get the group back together and blah, blah, blah. And don't know that his partner is dead and he can't. And that's not the point. He wants to be successful on his own. Whether or not that is what is monetarily best for his career. Excuse me. That's what he wants. Um, and I think maybe admirable is not the right word, but I liked mm. the struggle of him sticking to his guns there. Even it's though noble, like, honorable. I don't I know like if those are the, even I like words. sticking to his guns. Be, like but that. even when it was like, you know, like to like not counter your argument, but on the flip side of the, your coin, well, he wouldn't get a job or whatever because he wanted so desperately to make it work that he was, I mean, walking around with his guitar during the day and going to the next place and blah, blah, blah. And there were no phones. There was no internet. Like he couldn't like just, silly. he couldn't pass it. Well, everyone in his life thought it was. <laughs> I, well, I'm with them. Well, exactly. <laughs> I'm, with and, them. I'm and against Lewin Davis. I get th- a job. I think it's interesting from a narrative perspective to have that be the angle that the movie chose. And instead of like, you know, the, I feel what I feel like would be prototypical. And if I sat down to write a movie, not that I know how to write a movie because I don't, but like, it would be the, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to go succeed. And then he would. And in this movie, he's like, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to just keep struggling, I guess. And then the movie ends. Uh, and I, I liked that. I know it's not, it, it wasn't an entertaining movie in the same way that like the matrix is an entertaining movie. Cause there's like layers to this onion and there's action and there's a Christ character and, and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's this small group versus the world. We're just like following a dude doing normal dude stuff. And I really liked that narratively. Um, I felt like the John Goodman part was the weakest part of the film just cause it was like, what is even happening here? Yeah. Um, and then we just leave him. So what but was I, the point? I don't think that detracts because there are like things in real life that feel that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, man, why did I just do that? Why am I in Chicago right now? I came all the way here and nothing works. I need to get all the way home now. Blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know. I really like the movie as for 3.5 or 4. I think I'm going to go 3.5 because it wasn't like the most riveting movie I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't my favorite movie I've ever seen in my life, but it was a solidly good movie. Um, I don't know if it's in, I would watch it again territory, which is, I think North of a North, like four and above for me would be like, I would watch this again. Like not necessarily tomorrow, (laughs) but you know, but it's, it's, I think if three is average, this is an above average movie for me. It's not my favorite. I wouldn't go in my like rotation, but I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Um, Carl. I'm just. I was laughing because you're like, I wouldn't watch it again. I was like, I think I watched it like four times. Um, <laughs> I only like, watched it once. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I think uh, we've touched on a lot of it already. I guess, but like the cyclical nature of the story, I thought was really compelling. I thought the ending and starting at the same point was really nice because it keeps it. It does keep it open to interpretation. I think that's more. 
I think that's you can. I think that makes it to where the story is more malleable to like each individual person. They can see different things in themselves at different points of his like journey. Um, the slice of life is great. Like I think every little character they introduce, like Johnny Five, and I can't remember uh, Roland Turner. I think was uh, John Goodman's character. Yeah, like all those. Right. I think I thought all the characters, made, for how brief we saw them, for whatever impact they had on the story, I thought they were all really well done and really crafted and distinct. Um, and yeah, just the. Like Lewin, every turn, there's something that happens where he's just like, God, if like if if she didn't get pregnant or like if she had known, like he could have taken the royalties on that one song and then he wouldn't have had to pay it off. And then we find yeah. out like, yeah, just like then it's like, oh, you don't have to worry about it. He could have taken royalties on that song, but he didn't because he thought like the information he had was wrong. And so it's like, man, like the every turn, money. there's something. Yeah, it's like he's getting screwed over at every turn. Um, and like, I do art, so I kind of resonate with like the art, like, uh, down here, like artists where it's like, what am I doing? Like, this isn't working. Like I, but you still feel compelled to create, you still feel compelled to do something. So you, you resonate with that, like against all odds, I'm going to try and try until something works out and maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But, um, I don't know. I really enjoy, I think, um, for a score rating, I think a four feels good. I thought I thought the storytelling was really good. I thought you yeah. know the music was great. I thought the cinematography was really well done. Every scene felt artistic and well crafted. Um, yeah, I think a four feels good. I don't know what else I can really say. I'm rambling at this point. Yeah, <laughs> sure. No, I liked it. I figured we would agree. Yeah, <laughs> I knew this yeah. is how it was gonna. As soon as the movie yeah. ended, I was like, "God damn it, Carl and Cameron are gonna agree, <laughs> and, and they're gonna be like, there's so yeah. much meaning I mean, in this.' And I've me been and singing Nick are gonna that be hang like, me, oh, hang me' song a thousand <laughs> times because it's about a self-sabotaging artist. He's like, you know, it's like I'm gonna pers I persecute myself as much as anyone else persecutes me, kind of thing. And it's yep. like you can, I can resonate with that self-destructive uh, behavior. So. Um, your, your, and I'm just really impressed like with how much he can sing. Like Oscar Isaac can oh, really dude. sing. Yeah. Like he needs to have a solo album or a record or something like that was really impressive. No, Nick, like, I think that makes sense. Cause it, I think it's a movie that's enjoyed the more it's chewed on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Carl's watched it four times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just the cat thing. It's like, we can look at the cat and be like, what does that mean? And like, you can look at each character and be like, well, what does this mean? And like, I think it's one of those where well, it's like, they give you enough information to kind of build out from, but not too much to lock you into anything. Well, and we, the four of us watched it and we had three or four different uh, mm -hmm. views on what the cats were doing, which is super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like Nick's view was to ignore them completely. Danielle latched on to <laughs> Danielle latched on to the Cat one getting hit. Should be seen, not considered. Yeah. Danielle latched on to the one getting hit. I freaking was trying to find ties to Lewin's arc in, in in the three cats. So yeah, I latched on to the physical cats of like, are they okay? Yeah, you latched on to the physical cats. I latched on to the metaphorical cats, and Nick didn't latch on to the cats at all. <laughs> Just like in real life, you ignore them. No. They don't exist. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. They're pointless. Meow, 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 meow. Worthless. Meow, I don't know. Meow, meow, meow. Cats or whatever. We lose all of our cat followers. I here. hope your cat's ears are closed, Carl. <laughs> Leo. Now oh, she's sleeping. Yeah. A man a, with a cat. cat. <laughs> this isn't part of the act. Well, yeah. Um, should we pull a movie? It is time to pull a movie. It's time to pull a movie. I wonder what we'll get. I really want to watch Did the Did you shake movie. it up? No. Here, you shake, shake it up. Shake it up. The Bucket of Fate. All right. It's a popcorn bucket. It's the Bucket of Fate. All right. Let's see here. <clears throat> There's so many bad movies in this bucket still. Ooh, a classic. We're going back in time again. Okay. Uh, and it's actually good that we pulled this before other movies in the list. Uh, very influential film. Uh, Seven Samurai. 
Ooh. So I'm okay. kind of hyped to go back into the 40s or 50s or, or whenever that movie uh, came out. So uh, I know Nick is thrilled. He loves black and white movies. Oh, it's a black and white oh, movie? Oh, it's black and white. Yeah, it's old <laughs> as hell. Let's see when it came out, you guys. I don't know anything about Seven Samurai. Yeah. 1954. It influenced Star Wars well, and The Good, Bad, the Ugly, too, right? It's also and long. Kill Bill. Mm. How long is it? Uh, Bugs Life is a Seven Samurai movie, essentially. That's, what? Okay. Uh, yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, it's three and a half hours. Is it actual oh samurai? Yes. Yes, it's actual samurai. It's three, three and a half it's hours. Three and a half hours. No. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's got to be like the second longest Get movie on the list then. Uh, I yeah. think Gone with the Wind third. And African well, like Queen, I think, second. is also long as a mug. Man, I've been snacking like crazy. Triscuits, Ritz, and Wheat Thins have all been buy one, get one free at Publix. Ooh. Same with hummus okay. and tzatziki and salsa. You can get so many dips and so many chips and mix and match and try them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which Triscuit shape? Square Triscuit shape. There's, I haven't seen a triangle Triscuit. <gasps> the original Triscuits are triangular. And oh. they are lighter. Oh. And like they've got air in the middle, so they're not as dense. Okay. They're like they're the oh I love. I'd be the, down for that. I'm all about what makes each one distinct. Like wheat thins, I really like with hummus because they yes. have like that crunch of wheat thin is just unparalleled. Ritz are so buttery and flaky; they break in your fingers sometimes, and you're dipping them, and you're like, "Come on!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, we talk so much. I love about snacks. Foods. Yeah. Well, snacks. we're gonna hungry, we're gonna watch yeah. a long movie. Yay. You guys. Uh, yep. And we'll, we'll be back next week and talk about the Seven Samurai and we'll try to be uh, informative about it because it inspires so many other movies. We're going to have to do research again. This is going to be a, uh, a Citizen Kane situation, I think. So mm. at oh. any rate, um, I hope we'll uh, try not to get sick again and we'll catch you all next week. See ya.